is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And we are actually joined by a special guest, the remaining champ still of being the only... The unofficial third host. There, yeah, it's, it's sad. That's literally what Vic's name should be. Like, seriously. Um, what I love yeah, is I didn't even mention any of that, and you guys just did that on your own. Thank you. <laughs> For how much of an emphasis DJ has put on that, I feel we kind of have to when you're on. It's something we have to acknowledge now. It, yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like an unofficial, obligatory, uh, you know, thing now. So. Exactly. <clears throat> um so yeah we're joined by vic once again from crash and taz's movie seller welcome aboard vic thanks guys thanks thanks um but i mean me and caleb we're two aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movie critique movies but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life uh this week on the podcast uh with when it comes to funko focus uh you know, honestly, both Caleb and I have some disappointments to talk about. It's really nothing like Bright. It's both disappointments. Yeah. We tried saying, like, any time, or, like, with Funko Focus, we were going to, like, limit it to ones that we really wanted to talk about. <laughs> it's it's funny that the first week that we're doing this, we're talking about ones that we hated. <laughs> yep. So... <laughs> And then, um, so Vic doesn't have any to talk about, but you know what? Understandable. There really wasn't that many heavy hitters this the, uh, that came out this week. Um, and then with uh, 4K Spotlight, uh, got one coming to 4K the, for a movie that literally like dropped on streaming like a month ago, it seems. So that was damn fast. Yeah, um, no joke. And, <laughs> and then with Through the Wall... Uh, we will be talking about two brand new trailers. One, actually, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to leave it at that. Just, just two brand new trailers. Um, and then uh, we don't have anything for what's in the box, just because it really wasn't like a huge week, um, like nothing like huge headliners. So hopefully there is something next week. Um, and then so after through the wall, we'll be moving on to our. Albro's headliner of the evening, which will be suggested by Vic himself, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. So yeah, we're changing it up a little bit from uh, what we told you guys. We were going to review uh, The Forever Purge, but Vic came to us with this amazing suggestion, and we just couldn't turn it down. So The Forever Purge will be next week. <laughs> Looking but at you, Caleb. Maybe at this at, at some point, we'll it's see. just going to keep getting pushed more and you know, more and you, more. You know what? Maybe <laughs> maybe just like maybe count on like September when it actually comes out on 4K. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, like we'll we'll get to it eventually, but it's just yeah. going to keep getting pushed down the line. God, it sounds like oh, the release of Black shit. Widow, dude. No joke. Oh, oh shit. Dude, honestly, it felt like I swear I've heard you. Oh, sorry, I swear I've heard you guys like say that the Forever Purge is gonna be, you know, the next one for I don't know how long now. So <laughs> it's at least been with the past couple. Yeah, I mean, you know, Universal <laughs> said that this was going to be the last Purge movie, and now they're like, oh, oh no, I think we're gonna do a sixth one. I'm like, really? <sighs> nope. Just let it Not die. Opposed to it, but I'm just saying, if you're saying it's gonna be the last one, make it the damn last one. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, but anyway, before we go into any more of a rant, um, what do you two say we get started? Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Hello, my name is Brooker, and I want to talk to you about my fun horror podcast called Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Each week, I will talk about a different horror movie through one or two ways, either a kill grade episode where I come up with a cool rubric to grade the kills in each movie. I'll talk about the style, the method, and how impactful it was on me. At the end of the episode, I'll rank all the kills and tell you which ones are my favorite and which ones I thought sucked. I do also like to get a little academic with the movies and do more of what I call a horror review. I will talk about what was good, what was bad, what types of psychological fears the movie plays off of, and what I thought was the scariest part of the movie, while also throwing in some interpretation and wacky theories for the movie. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out on Tuesdays. Also, if you're a YouTube fan, these episodes are made available 48 hours early on my YouTube channel at Autopsy of a Horror Movie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brucker Horror or email me at BruckerHorror at gmail.com to let me know your thoughts and interpretations or if you have a movie request you'd like for me to do. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and I hope you get to enjoy the show. All right, so first up with Funko Focus, Caleb. Is it okay if I go first? Because I feel yours is more disappointing, if I'm being honest here. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yours sucks the hardest. <laughs> it does, though. It does. Um, but anyway, so as we all know, the Suicide Squad is coming out. And, um, of course, you know, they're releasing all the exclusive Funko Pops, yada, yada, yada. So the regular Captain Boomerang Pop... Has, you know, like his, his outfit from the new movie. You know, he's wearing his classic beanie. Got his boomerangs. Yada, yada, yada. The Walmart exclusive. The only difference is he just doesn't have a beanie. That is a stupid. That is one of the stupidest exclusives I think I've ever heard. Like, you could have just made that a chase. Easily. Or you could have just made it just a regular pop, you know. Be like, hey, here's one with him with his beanie. Here's one with him without his beanie. Or you couldn't have just made it at all. Like, just keep it with his beanie. <laughs> just saying. Um, but yeah, I don't know why this like pisses me off so much. Maybe it's just it's just it's just lazy. That that's just how I feel. Um, and also, I'm noticing something. Are they really that high when it comes to pop movie numbers? Because Captain Boomerang's number is 1,117. Holy shit. They've already wow. hit the thousands? Yeah, that's a lot. God damn! Um, but yeah, so... That's really all I have to say. Pisses me off. It's a stupid exclusive. But if you guys haven't heard, from what I hear, Suicide Squad is amazing. Check out the tomato meter score. It's incredible. It was 100% for a while, but then it dropped down to like a 98%. But people are freaking raving about James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Hmm. Mm. So moving on to Caleb's more disappointing Funko focus. Yeah, this one freaking blows. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, the Marvel Collector Corps box they give you like a a collector core exclusive figure and the way that they've transitioned it now is you get two figures uh an article of clothing so typically a t-shirt a pin and a sticker and typically at least one in the box is is cool both of these are freaking lame so if you don't want spoilers for the what if box 
freaking screw you. It's not freaking worth it. So the first one that you get is a is the collector. Mm. And then the second one is a post-apocalyptic Black Widow. And no, I shit you not. It is just like a like a black outfit with like it looks like she might be wearing like a a, a satchel of some kind and she has her her lightning uh batons. Besides that, nothing, nothing different than any other Black Widow figure. I mean, she is wearing a gray shirt. It's not a one piece. Is it a gray shirt? I can't even tell. I think that I'm pretty sure that's gray. Because like, if you look at, uh, like the actual like um, the hell is like the the picture on the front? You can clearly see skin below her uh below her elbow. So it's definitely just a regular shirt. Oh. This is okay. Whatever that makes it more dumb, <laughs> dude. Like, what the, the hell? They could have they could have done so many other cool, cool figures with that. Like, they could have done doc, like the Dark Doctor Strange. We haven't. Oh, actually, we do have that one, don't we? That they announced. Yeah. Um, which ones haven't they announced? We could have done the the Spider Man one. I mean, honestly, if they're like really going for. They really wanted to go for shitty, and like I'm, it kind of hurts me saying this, just because I feel there wasn't really a lot they could do with it. Take the Hawkeye from when Thor, uh, from the what if uh, Hawkeye killed Thor. There you go. Just put Hawkeye and Black Widow in the box. Are they doing that? Yeah. Because I thought, no, I thought like they were doing like a, a zombie Hawkeye. Like so that would have been a really cool one. From what I hear, there's two. There, I guess there's going to be two storylines with Hawkeye. The one zombie Hawkeye, and then yeah, the uh, the big one for me is what if Hawkeye killed Thor in the first Thor? How the hell does that make sense? <laughs> well, because remember when you know Coulson is uh, calls Barton up to uh, like that whatever the hell he's hanging in, and you know he says don't take the shot yet. Thor is he's immortal. He's not immortal. He's mortal. So he doesn't have, you know, the strength of Thor anymore. So, yeah, Clint could have clearly just taken the shot and bam, there goes Thor. Headshot. Fair. But, I mean, Clint Clint does have a conscience in the MCU, but I guess we're going to find out if he doesn't. Or when he doesn't. Hmm. Either way, like I would have preferred either of those to these figures. Like, I, mean, I would have just so preferred dumb. Hawkeye to the Collector, just to make sense with Black Widow. Yeah, like, I can almost forgive the Collector. Like I like I said, usually there's one that's really cool, one that's not. Like, the last box was a, a Year of the Shield box, and they had a World War II Ultimate Captain America, which I have up on my shelf right now. And then they had, the no, like, a comic book Nomad. And I don't even know why that one's included in Year of the Shield. He doesn't even have a shield, but whatever. <laughs> so like the the Nomad is the one that I would be like, oh, that's the lame one. And but but both of these are lame. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I'm I'm disappointed. Now, are you still subscribed? Yeah, they can't all be winners. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I got the news to, or I got the notification today that the, my, 
the payment was processed, but I told Brielle to cancel it. Oh. Like, I don't care what... I'm going to be a little disappointed if the shirt's really cool. (laughs) But, yeah, I, I... No, I'm not about that. What would you do if the shirt was all six of the original Avengers, but zombified? I would be super pissed off because that sounds really cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> so do you want to take that chance? I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm such an asshole. Yeah. I eh, Honestly, I though, you could find those shirts after, like afterwards. It's not too hard to find them. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, honestly, and if it's, it's amazing, cool like, enough. If you search yeah. like that certain box on eBay, like literally seventy five percent of the listings, at least the cheaper side of the listings, are going to be for the shirt. Yeah. So. All right. So moving on to some like good news, let's move into four K Spotlight, where Luca is already coming to Blu Ray. Holy shit, that was fast. Yeah. Um, no joke. So Luca is actually getting a bunch of releases, which really, really amazes me. Um, so it's getting a regular Blu-ray release, a regular 4K, as well as a Best Buy exclusive steelbook, a Target exclusive digibook, and then Walmart will be getting their own exclusive 4K cover. Nice. And I need I need to pre-order that steelbook soon because I'm not taking a chance of not getting that, even though I have it at my fingertips on Disney Plus. I don't care. <laughs> I have to own every Pixar movie on steelbook. There is there is something different about like having a, a physical copy or you know what I mean like actually having that uh, it's 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 a different it's different it's nice it's nice owning it you know what I mean especially once you have that collection going thank yeah. you thank you Vic you get it you get don't it. encourage I, him I, <laughs> hey man no Caleb, I I agree Caleb, you should honestly be whenever me. I listen to the show whenever I listen to you guys' show I honestly agree with 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 Jonathan about. Uh, you know, physical media. I, I mean, there is something nicer to owning that stuff. You know, uh, I agree with saying him. Caleb should be encouraging me, considering he gets all the movies for damn free. There you go, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's tough to argue. But His addiction sure. is <laughs> your. <laughs> it's your gain. His addiction <laughs> is your gain, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Last time I checked on my voodoo, I was like. I'm like really close to like 300 movies. Dude, I also checked. Uh, let I, me get uh, up on that voodoo, my guy. Dude, do it. No offense, Caleb. I'm not saying I stalk your voodoo, but you're a little behind on codes. I know. I like. You I usually put, put him versus Kong yet. I know. I, I I I usually like. I'll gather like a ton, and then I'll just go and and put them in all at once. All right, smart. Like a bundle. That's smart. <laughs> That way it feels like you're getting more at one time. I get you. I get yeah, you. well, because it's such a pain in the ass to uh, log. Because each, uh, each studio has a different uh, redemption uh, mm-hmm. process. So, like, if you do a Fox movie, it has, like, foxredeem.com. Or if you're doing a... Um, like DreamWorks, they have they have like their own process. Like it's super easy with Disney and any of the the studios Disney owns because they all go through movies anywhere or Voodoo. But yeah. with the other ones, Fox, it's such though? a pain. What doesn't Disney own Fox though? It does, but like older Fox movies. 
Like, they still have, like, the Fox Redeem or, uh, like, a Paramount. Like, they have special websites for that. You still claim it through Vudu. So, it's so dumb because I have to go to, like, a Paramount movie Redeem. And then I put in my code. And then it gives me a link to Vudu. And then it gives me a code for Vudu that I go and put into the Vudu app. And then it shows up on Movies Anywhere. So, it's, it's yeah, like, it a like big-ass... Way ass... too many hoops to jump through. Yeah, it's a lot of hoops to jump through. <laughs> Okay. So that's why I, I collect a ton and then I do it all at once because then I have like I have to log into my Voodoo account every time I go through that process. Dude, so literally it takes you like 30 minutes just to add five movies. Like no joke. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> that like, sucks. So, well, the, actually well, if it it only does that with um so if I have multiple Paramount movies, then I can I, can, I all I have to do is log into my Voodoo once. But if I have okay. like a Voodoo or a, a Paramount one, and then um, it's escaping me right now. But like, just say another studio that doesn't use uh, movies anywhere. Like, then I have to log into it from from that app or that website, and then log into my Voodoo from that website. And I've tried doing the like, just save my password, but it never does. <laughs> sucks i'm sorry yeah it's fine it's a free movie okay, now, okay, I, I mean, yeah but still the shit you have to go through i take back all the shit i've given you you have, to, you have to go through as much you have to go through more work than i do hell most of the time i just purchase them online <laughs> um yeah, but... But anyway do you guys have anything you want to talk about with luca have you seen Luca? Vic? I haven't. No. It's, it's pretty really good, good if you I've, get a chance to watch it. I was going to say, I, I did listen to your guys' episode on that one. Um, and uh, that's that's one that I'll probably end up checking out eventually. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know. To me, like when I saw the like the trailers and stuff for it, I'm like, okay, cool. It's like another Little Mermaid. <laughs> but It honestly is. But, you know... <laughs> Yeah, so I I was like, all right, it's you know, basically to me it just felt like same story, just different characters, but I'll still check it out because it looks it looks pretty good. You know, yeah, just, just I think the, they get I they like put the in enough new stuff for it to be like really entertaining. But I can definitely see like how you would get like it's the Little Mermaid vibes. Yeah, it definitely yeah. has that feel, but I think they throw in enough to make it a, like a standalone movie, make it different, make it original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone should just remake the poster to say the little merman. The little merman. <laughs> <laughs> or hell, maybe someone's already done it. I mean, I wouldn't really put it past somebody. Yeah. All right, moving on to this week's sneak peeks. Through the wall. Through the wall, damn it. Sorry. This week's sneak peeks is dead, Rose. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's, it's been dead for you... seven months. Shut. It still hasn't been a year yet. I still got, you know, at least three more months before you can really give me shit about it. That's arguable. And if I knew how to really count, I knew it would be more than three months. Wait, okay, Vic, did you know that, that this week's Sneak Peeks was dead? That this week's Sneak Peeks was dead? Yeah. No, I didn't. You did? <laughs> what? 
I thought we we said it. All right, whatever. You probably you probably did, but keep in mind, I'm listening to you guys while I'm driving, so like, I'm also paying attention to the road and making sure that you know I'm not crashing or dying or anything like that. So honestly, There's, just... <laughs> like, I have to pick and choose what I'm listening to. <laughs> honestly, if Vic did actually remember it when I didn't, I'd just be like, okay, Caleb, yeah, Vic's taking my place. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, apparently he knows the Albers more than I do. No, no, no. Like I said, I, I, uh, I mean, I know enough of the intros now, like for you guys. But once I start hearing you guys talking about, like, you know, the real meat and potatoes of whatever it is, like for each segment, then I start listening a little more. But it's yeah, like I said, I'm I, nine nine out of ten times. I mean, I'm driving while I'm listening to my podcast, so insane. It's, it's very rare. It's very rare that I'm listening to them like at home and actually listening. So. Fair I enough. Appreciate you listening, though. Yeah. All right, so moving on to through the wall. Did I get there it right? We go. <laughs> um, if it's right with you, why not guys, just go through the door? Shit, there we go. That, oh, Caleb, why didn't you think of that? I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm through kidding. the door. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Who goes through well, the wall? Okay. Well, the reason. That, okay. I was, I was hold up, with you hold guys. up. Just keep going. Hold up. No. <laughs> you don't get to throw that shade. No. The reason that we... Because you know that saying, like, I heard it through the grapevine? Huh. Yeah. So I took it from that, but instead of hearing it through the grapevine, we heard it through the wall because most of the news that we got, we heard where we got off of our Facebook wall. So you can go screw yourself. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. It's... Fair enough. <laughs> it was a play on words. <laughs> He's so nice, isn't he? Dude, I'm super defensive of that one now. <laughs> I can see that. Like, shit. We can just tell who named the segment. That's all. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. <laughs> that's, that's all that... That's what that proves, is we know who named it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, Rose came up with, uh, with 4K Spotlight, and I think we kind of came up with uh Funko Focus together, but yeah, through the wall was definitely my idea. That's that's his baby. <laughs> that's his baby right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean I can't I I I can't remember, was Albro's breakdown a team effort or did one of us come up with it? Even though that it's not that anymore. It's now um main event of the evening. Or headliner, Rose, I'm going to come over there and just slap the everything. I was like, shit wait, even I know it's not called headliner. <laughs> <laughs> the, all right. How did you mess main event. that up? I, I don't know, man. It's been a long week, okay? No, cool. it is I'm no longer, it is no longer main event of the evening. It is called a headliner. It's Wednesday. And it Sir. is still a breakdown. <laughs> Oh, it is still breakdown. Okay. Yeah, you came up with breakdown, um, and then we kind of came up with headliner together, since that's like what they call like the the main event fights or whatever they call them, like the headline fights. Uh, that's true. Um, and we were just getting rid of main event of the evening because I feel like everyone and their mother was using it. <laughs> like every oh. podcast I listened to was just like, "All right, time for the main event." I'm like. We need to change ours. I mean, at least we were saying main event of the evening, not just main event. Most, 
No, most people were saying like main event, main event of the evening. Like crap, you guys were. I we we <laughs> use it too. We we use main event. I I'm not even gonna try and like, like no, we're we're not original with that stuff. We uh we just call it a main event. But I mean it's it's mainly because uh when it comes to everything else that we're talking about, I mean that's you know, it's not really like the main focus, so that's the main okay, event. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But you got a point there. Anyway. Yeah, no, we're we're not original on our show. We don't yeah. we don't really change the names too much. <laughs> I mean me and Caleb aren't either. <laughs> no. We try. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding. Um all right, so before we give each other any more shit, um so with Through the Wall, uh we have two trailers to talk about. And if it's alright with you guys, I would like to start with Chucky. Yeah. Dude, you're freaking he- heading this up. <laughs> okay. Cool. What if I said What if I said no though? What if I said no? Would you have gone with the like other tough, one? I would have gone like tough tits. <laughs> tough titty. We're doing this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm Dude, not that is absolute Vic, it's my bullshit. Show. <laughs> I know. I know you enough to know that that is absolute horseshit. You'd have <laughs> yeah, been like, true. oh, okay. Well, I guess we can go with Ghostbusters first. <laughs> <laughs> So much yeah, I wish shade I, in this. So I wish much I shade in this confidence episode. To be like, uh, no, Vic, it's my show, so we're gonna go <laughs> with what I want. I I believe in you, Jonathan. I thought you would have, but you know, I'm gonna have to. No, I don't dude. know who to believe no, now, dude. I can't. I can't stand up for myself to save my life. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's talk about Chucky. Okay, yeah. So Chucky. Um, so, if you guys don't know, they are not doing another Chucky movie this time around. It's going to be a Chucky miniseries. At least, I think it's a miniseries. I don't even know if they're going to do a season two. We'll see. But anyway, it's going to be on Sci-Fi and I think another network. It's kind of USA, weird. I think. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sci-Fi and USA simultaneously. It's going to be interesting, but whatever. Um, so, they released the first official trailer for it. I don't know if that's this is going to be the only trailer. Um my biggest question, actually, from this is, um, so is this supposed to take place, like, right after Cult of Chucky? Because where the hell is Nika? Yeah. Where, where, where's Tiffany? I'm so confused. I, I mean, is this supposed to be taking place, like, is it supposed to pick up from any of the movies at all? Or is it I its own thought, thing? Because Dom Mancini has, like, uh, wanted to carry on the storyline ever since he finally got back into directing these movies when he uh uh-huh. came back for a curse of chucky so like it seems like that's like his main goal is just to make sure that the storyline is still tying together from the original child's play to now um so i'm just kind of confused about that cuz yeah like andy is nowhere to be seen tiffany nika nobody from the previous movies so, it's just going to be very interesting, and, um, uh, like, he has some, like, cool moment. like, Chucky has some, like, cool moments, like, there's a part where, like, he, he's, like, talking as, like, just, like, the good guy doll, he doesn't have, like, the Chucky face on, he's, he's, mm-hmm. like, saying it's, it's funny to, you know, like, laugh at people, it's contagious, but guess what, guess what, folks, uh, the joke's on you now, dickheads, so I'm sure that freaked everybody out, it would have freaked me out. Um, but I don't know, like, I kind of told Caleb this when the trailer first released. I was kind of, what word did I use, Caleb? 
underwhelmed. Yes. Um, but I kind of was underwhelmed after Cult of Chucky, so maybe I still have that movie in my ta- taste buds. So I don't know if Don Mancini can get that out of my my tongue because oh god i hated that movie so much um (laughs) but i don't know where else i'm going with this do you guys want to say anything dude like honestly like you said this was underwhelming it was so okay didn't seem interesting at all so let me let me kind of like shine some light on this so uh, Don Mancini, uh, this is what I'm reading right now on IMDb, that Don Mancini has stated that this will be the final showdown between Chucky and his longtime nemesis, Andy, um, let's see, uh, Alex Vincent reprising the role once again. Everything from the past will come together. However, in 2021, he made a tweet that if the show is successful, there is a possibility for more films. Hmm. Why is it that every director has to go back on when they say, oh, this is going to be the final confrontation. This is it. Everything's going to come full circle. And then that's it. Well, you know what? Actually, if it does well, you know, maybe we'll we'll keep going forward. Because money, man. Money makes I mean, the world go around. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. That aggravates the shit yeah. out of me. It's just like, okay, if, like, do what the Stranger Things guys do. Like, they had a story for a certain amount of seasons, and they're like, once we get to that season, we're done. Have they said what season they're stopping out? Uh, I think they said they had a plan up through season five. Shit. But they said it's it's all going to be dependent on season four. They're like, listen, we could stop at season four. We would like to go to season five. But if the popularity of Stranger Things has like died out by season four, we're going to finish. So they have well, a story. The they have a story, but they're just like, it doesn't have to be told. So that just makes me concerned that season five might suck. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is a good example of that, too. I mean, he you know, went out for, he set up for however many movies he wanted to make. He made those, and I don't think he's anything after, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? The Hollywood one. And I'm trying to think of what the hell that's Oh, called. so he he said uh, 10 movies, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was number nine. So he has one more. Oh, so he's got one more. So there you go. So, yeah. Honestly, you know, I mean, I think... I, such I think... a cool thing. Like, I, I don't know. I was saying it's interesting that you have, like, your goal set that I'm only going to make 10 movies in my lifetime, and I'm going to make sure that each one of each one is made the way I want it to, comes out the way I want it to is just exactly the way that I envisioned it. Well, I think like Caleb was kind of alluding to too, is that like, you know, okay. With stranger things, you know, you say like you have an idea, you have these thoughts for X amount of uh, seasons or movies, whatever it's going to be. But then like, Oh, this was really popular. This was supposed to be the end let's make a some kind of surprise twist and see how much we can milk out of this. You know, it's all about money. And then that's where you start to lose, in my opinion, anyways, you start to lose the originality. You start to, the movies and the shows start to like really lose their um, authenticity, I guess. I, I, don't, I feel like that's not the right word that I want to use, but you know, it's just, 
they lose their fire. It feels like when when uh, you know those producers start to do that, and they they turn towards they turn away from like the art and start learning more towards the money, which is what it is. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can't. Which is, more. dude, that's why I like really appreciate Quentin Tarantino. Because, like, I honestly feel that once he get does his 10th movie, he's done. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to, like, produce movies or, like, be a consultant. Because, like, if you check. Written. Yeah, like, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. That's his last one. But I, I absolutely believe that he will like assist in other ways like he'll be a part of film in other ways and he is gonna drop every racial slur and cuss (laughs) word that you could possibly imagine in that 10th film that's basically gonna be the premise of that movie is how many like how many vulgarities could one could one movie contain (laughs) (laughs) no like for real like he's probably has a goal that like okay how far can i push it with being vulgar before I approach NC-17 territory. <laughs> I'm still sticking with R, but how close can I get to NC-17? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Like, I think people are going to walk out of his 10th movie and just be like, I feel really dirty right now. <laughs> I got to I got to I got to take a bath. I got to shower. <laughs> You come out smelling like white guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my my god. Yeah. Like, tell me that that's not exactly how it's going to be coming out of that movie. Oh, Oh, yeah, no. Hands down. You're going to walk out of there, like, questioning whether or not, like,. I don't know. You're gonna. You're just gonna feel like you have to wash the racism off of you or something. It's just <laughs> straight up. That is straight up how it's going to feel. And and not that I'm saying that he is uh, that he's racist. I'm just saying like, geez, the 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 slurs that they use in these movies, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, I just feel like I'd walk out of there like, damn, <laughs> what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but getting back to Chucky. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'll be sure to watch it. Like, you know, every week because you know it's Chucky, freaking fanboy over here. Um, but like, if you ask me, like, oh, between like considering they're both coming out, I think like a week apart. You ask me, are you more excited for Chucky or Halloween Kills? Oh, it's Halloween Kills all day. That trailer got me so freaking hyped for that movie. Yet, Chucky comes. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. At least Brad Dorff's still voicing Chucky. And, you know, Chucky always gets a good laugh from me. You know, he has some decent kills. So, you know, I'll check it out for those reasons. But the story is just not bringing me in. Yeah, this is going to be one of those things that if the first episode does not hook me i'm going to wait until the rest of the series is completely out if it's a mini series and then just binge it all at one time to just knock it out of the way because 
in my mind, if I can make it through C to Chucky, I can make it through whatever the hell this is. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. That is absolutely fair. <laughs> I uh, I was traumatized with Chucky as a child, so I probably won't be watching this show. But uh, you know, it is what it is. I see, you know, in a Hispanic household. When the kid is not behaving, you are told you're going to be put in that room. And when I was a kid, Chucky was going to get you once they put you in that room because he lives in the closet or something. So I'm fucking traumatized with Chucky, so I probably won't check out this show. Um, Dude, but yeah, it's always let me know that one is. room that no one's allowed to go in for some oh, God, unknown no. reason. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, and what it is is it's just like the unpopular room. There's like... There's always that one room where it's like, eh, I don't really like I don't go in there unless I absolutely have to and then it becomes that room like like it's fucking haunted or I don't know. Yeah, no, it's that room that that they put all the garbage in and it's all the garbage that is like creepy, like the porcelain yeah. dolls that they don't want to hang up on their walls anymore or the the old freaking uh knitted quilts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's yeah. really funny that you guys say all and this. It's like yet. always dark and cold in there. Mm-hmm. It's always dark and it's cold and it smells like a thrift store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, how dark of a child was I that hearing you guys say that and the fact that like I had a good guy Chucky doll on my Christmas list when I was seven. Like, <laughs> how messed up of a child was I? But... You probably weren't ever told directly that he was going to get you specifically. Like, I was <laughs> no, told as a child, like, true. you behave or you're going to go in that room and Chucky is going to come out of the closet because you're not being good. Like, that was <laughs> that was my upbringing. <laughs> like, dude, that's that how I got put in line. Oh, dude, dude. I, I mean, I've seen at least the first. Yeah, I've seen the original Chucky, but I, I like I'm and I saw the the reimagined one that or the the new one they made what 2019 i saw i went and saw that one but yeah no i'm 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 good like i don't have really have to see any more than that um yeah. dude i i was never put like i didn't know about chucky until i was much older but it was the thought like the equivalent for me was whenever i was being put to bed and I, I think it was whenever i was staying at like Staying with my aunts or my my grandma, um, I would tell them like about Toy Story because that was like our favorite movie growing up, and the way that they traumatized me was just with the, was 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 with this sentence like verbatim. I told them I'm like, I really hope that my toys come to life like they do in Toy Story. I think that would be so much fun to play with them. And they could play back. And before, I think it was my grandma. Yeah, I think it was my grandma. Before she left the room, she said, like, she's like, all right, good night. Um, Are you sure all toys are nice? Sat there for a second and then shut the door. <laughs> Damn. And I sat there for a second that, like, that it clicked in my head. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm looking at my pop figures, and I'm like, which ones would I want to not come to life? 
but <laughs> I don't damn. <laughs> Dude, but like I mean, my that, be all my that single ones. statement like just broke all the childhood wonder I had in my brain. <laughs> It's got to happen sometime, Caleb. It's got to happen. Sometime. I know. I it happened way too. too I feel it, dude. It was hilarious. Like looking back well, at I mean, it now, now, it's hilarious. Yeah, now it's but looking hilarious, back. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like I used to sleep with with a toy in my bed, dude. Legit. As soon as she freaking left the room, and I thought about it longer than a few seconds, I took all the toys in the room and put them in the closet, and then put stuff in front of the closet so it couldn't be opened. And I'm like, just in case you guys get any bright ideas. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if they really tried and worked together, they could have. But yeah, know, well, that cool. was the that was the comfort in my brain, knowing that they were <laughs> locked away. <laughs> Thank goodness you and Vic did not sleep in the same room. I feel he would have just made it worse. They probably. <laughs> I would have. I would have moved him. I would have waited till he fell like fell asleep, and I would have moved him. <laughs> Dude, there's a comedian I listened to. <laughs> That said, like, growing up, so he he was growing up like a young kid when uh, the Poltergeist came out, and he said that there was a, a scene in the Poltergeist movie where it was like this clown doll that comes to life and attacks this family, and he's like, unfortunately for me, they did not build their own little clown doll prop for this movie, they just went and bought a a clown doll, and it happened to be the exact clown doll <laughs> that I had hiding in my room. And he's just like, no. So he's like, the only way to fix this is to beat this clown savagely. And he's like, oh, and then oh, the more I beat him, the more I knew he was going to want revenge. <laughs> and so he threw him away in the garbage. And then he said that that night his mother took out the garbage, saw that he threw his favorite toy away and then went back and put it in the corner of his bedroom <laughs> oh that's oh, awesome hell no i'd be out <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> oh my gosh dude that's how fears are freaking born dude like literally i'd be running out of the house lord help me jesus <laughs> <laughs> dude that's legit that is how Bronson's fear of whales was born. Because of, like, shit that... He's scared of whales? He is scared of whales. That's hilarious. And he was not scared of whales until a day or two before we went to SeaWorld. And the reason that he is afraid of whales is because me and Koi, we could not fall asleep for whatever reason. Bronson passed out. So we went and grabbed... My cousin's giant killer whale doll, like stuffed animal. And we put it in front of, like, right next to Bronson's face because he was sleeping on their bunk bed. And we started, like, like, Koi shook the bed enough to wake Bronson up just a little bit. And I was, like, holding the whale right next to his head going, (laughs) Bronson woke (laughs) up and flipped. (laughs) Oh, my God. And ever since that, since oh, then, assholes. he's been afraid of whales. Wow. Okay. You That's know hilarious. what? Fair enough. <laughs> I can understand that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That is my shining moment as an adult. 
Actually, I don't know if I think I was like uh I want to say 17 when I when I did that. <laughs> wow. I was I was older. I was I was I was older when we went to SeaWorld. Well, I don't know how old I was, but whatever age I was at was we we did that to scare the shit out of Bronson. We thought it was just going to be the one time like, "Hey, we scared you." No, it is a lifelong fear now, and I could be I'm there's nothing in this world that I'm more proud of <laughs> than knowing that my brother is phobically afraid of whales because I pulled a prank on him. <laughs> so I'll be sure That's to awesome. speak whale the next time I see Bronson. <laughs> okay. Dude, I freaking send him whale videos and he's just like, "That is terrifying <laughs> like i i kind of want to send him some now too because he wouldn't expect it from me that's true dude that's i wanted to go to california and go on a whale watching tour and not tell him oh that would have been so <laughs> funny <laughs> like oh dude, that would have been hilarious if gonna, i would have like, known i would have i would have found one. Oh my gosh dude that would be that would just be the height of my life. <laughs> we can make that happen still. We could still yeah. make that happen. I'm I'm so glad he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make that happen. Anyway. So Chucky. So Chucky. Yeah, so Chucky. <laughs> um, um So I mean I think we all know my feelings on it. Just very underwhelming. Um Caleb, I think, is like the same way as me. It's underwhelming to him as well. Um, and then Vic just hates Chucky. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, so. but still, like, I mean, I, I think it was underwhelming too. I, I, I mentioned to you when I saw the credit or the trailer, like, it just kind of had that sci-fi channel effects at the beginning. Yeah, it looks like, like it might um, get a little better, but I don't know. Like honestly, Vic actually pointed out like the first time he moves, like. It straight up is like sci-fi animatronics because I I told him that looks the animatronics from the original child two child's play movies looks better than that. I I feel mm. like it's not even animatronics; it's just CGI, like complete CGI. But that's it true, just is is. crap. <laughs> Which I hate when I I'm sorry. I think Chucky should always be animatronic. That's what, that's what makes him scary. Yep. Like I think like Chucky should still have the the kind of like what's the word like robotic movements kind of that he has from the original like three movies just i don't know i I feel it makes him look more like a killer doll because he moves like an actual doll he just shouldn't move at all he's a fucking doall and not kill people (laughs) and come after you know children especially like because he shouldn't live in their closets in the fucking back room of the house that's all i'm saying What's the next one? What's the next trailer? Next up, uh, we got the second trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm, that's right. Yes. I just watched so. these. I don't know why I'm asking. <laughs> um, so, I mean, this trailer could have been like freaking dog shit, and I still would have been stoked for this movie. I wouldn't have given a shit because it's Ghostbusters. Um, but thankfully, the trailer is not dog shit. The trailer is actually very good, at least in my opinion. I just wonder why didn't they like start off with this instead of oh. like making the, you know, I mean, I get it. 
let's make everybody feel equal and stuff, but... So, basically, just the uh, people at Sony who took over uh, for a certain amount of time, they're just like, oh, you know what, we want Ghostbusters 3 to be a uh, reboot, not a continuation of the first two, so you know what, let's hire Paul Feig, let's bring in four female Ghostbusters, and we'll have a billion dollar picture on our hands. Yeah, that didn't happen. Absolutely freaking not. <laughs> um, so, honestly, the direction that Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, is going with this movie, I absolutely love it. The way that, uh, um, shit, I forget the mob's name, but how uh, she, his Egon's daughter, moves to this, uh, this kind of, not run-down town, but like this out-in-nowhere out, out town, um, because that's where Egon's uh, old old houses um the her kids discover all this old ghostbusters equipment including ecto-1 um just i don't know this movie just looks really fun and i love the way that they're bringing ghostbusters back in this way it does have some like stranger things vibes with but i'm okay with that like i'm honestly not opposed to that and the fact that even though Ghostbusters 2016 brought back the original cast, at least in this one, they're actually playing their damn characters. Yeah. Because, um, I don't know if you guys know, but Hasbro actually spoiled uh, what happens in this movie. Um, Did they, they really? They Okay, maybe, I don't know if it's really a spoiler, but... They released so they released plasma series figures for uh like the kids dressed up in like the Ghostbuster jumpsuits with proton packs, but then they also released the OG three in their classic Ghostbuster uniforms with proton packs. Okay, well that's not really a spoiler. We were all kind of expecting I mean, and true, hoping but for I'm, that. I mean, I didn't know if they were actually going to suit up again. Well, you can't have the original cast and not have them suit up. Okay, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, why would you give up that opportunity? <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, fair enough. It's just yeah. so sad we can't see say the OG four. Rest in peace, Harold Ramos. Yeah. It's not going to be the same, but I think we'll have enough of a feel like a nostalgia hit from them. Oh yeah. And I'm willing to bet that they gave a pretty decent tribute to him. Yeah, instead of just a freaking bust, like in Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but enough of me talking about this trailer. What did you guys think? Uh, It was good. I mean, I'd watch it. I'd probably check it out. Um. I, I think I, I agree. It had those uh, like Stranger Things vibes, so I think that that's probably gonna catch my interest and make me want to go check it out. But yeah, yeah, same here. Um, I I like Ghostbusters. I'm not as big of a fan as as you are, Rose, but I still really enjoy all the movies and. Okay, wait, honestly, all I think they're them. You mean the twenty both of them? Too? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't uh, count say, the twenty sixteen. When one. you say all of them, that's still counting the twenty sixteen. Uh, it's 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 still technically a Ghostbusters film. No, I don't count that one. <laughs> um, but 
I think that they're they're able to throw in enough new stuff. Like one thing that I really liked from this trailer is the ghost trap on the RC. Right. That, that was, was such a freaking cool idea. That was so cool. And I love like that concept and I think they're going to be able to throw in some new stuff like that to to this to kind of modernize the Ghostbusters and I'm super excited for it cuz it's like oh with a ghost trap on on the RC you could also put the ghost trap on a drone like that would be That's so super, like that shit would be so cool that would be super dope yeah so I'm excited and I still... I love the little clip that they did and I think we talked about it maybe but the uh the little clip of the little tiny stay puff marshmallow men yes Ugh. just watching them roast each other alive is just like it's so it's so effed up but you love it so much mm-hmm. uh, dude i'm still stoked to see the gunner seat on the ecto-1 i don't know why i like i just freaking love that idea yeah that's super cool too like I said, just the modernization of of Ghostbusters and all their tech, like, is going to yeah, be exa- super exactly. cool. Exactly. At least they're going to be doing it right. Unlike Ghostbusters, 20- you know, I feel I bag on that movie too much. I don't hate it as much as everybody else. <laughs> um, but just it could have done so many other, many things better. So many things. Um. Hmm. But. So yeah. Uh, well. This is so um kind of going with what uh Sony's doing with Venom, Let There Be Carnage and Spider-Man No Way Home. This is only this is going to be an in theaters exclusive. I don't know how long it's going to be uh considering like Universal is doing that whole like four, oh it's in theaters for 45 days and then uh it's on streaming. Um so I don't know if Sony's kind of doing the same thing. Um, but so yeah, guys, if you want to go see this, I'm sorry, you have to go see it in theaters. You can't stream it, dude. I think it's so funny that we have to clarify now that it's a theater exclusive. I know it's weird, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, surprising no one, I'll be there opening night. <laughs> um, I probably would too if I didn't work weekends. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but, okay. So, Chucky, what would you guys give it out of 10? Uh, like a 4 or 5. Okay. Honestly, that's around yeah. where I'm at, too. I actually lost interest in the show because of this. Damn. I'm probably at like a 6, just because it's still Chucky. And I have a slight glimmer of hope that it will hopefully be good. We'll see. I hope it does. I hope it does. But based off of this trailer, I yeah, it it dropped. No, that's absolutely fair. Understandable. All right, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I'm I'm at about eight. Hell yeah. That's about where I'm at too. Maybe a softer eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, no shocker here. Ten out of ten. Can't wait. <laughs> like after dude, after this trailer, I I don't like it's freaking tied again. I don't know which one I'm more excited for: Halloween Kills or Ghostbusters Afterlife. The fact that like freaking that last scene where they 
the kids actually call the number that shows in the uh, original like Ghostbusters commercial, and it's freaking Ray, and he still owns his uh, Ray's occult store, and he just says we're closed, and just hangs up. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I, <laughs> I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> um, but anyway, That's moving on. <laughs> uh, what do you guys say <laughs> we get into our All Bros headliner? Hell yeah. Let's do it. So for this all week's All Bros Headliner, we will be breaking down the movie that was suggested to us by our very guest, Vic, and that is Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny, starring Jack Black and Kyle Gass. So, yeah. Caleb, Hell would you yeah. like to tell people how we break down films on this podcast? Hell yeah. So, if you are new to our breakdown system, we've split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final All Bros and Crash and Taz's movie seller letter grade. The, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. Then all of that magic gets added up, gives us an average, and that average gives us a letter grade based off of the uh, the schoolhouse system. Yeah. Yeah, so without further ado, if you have not seen this movie, you've had ample opportunity to. It's been out for... What is it? It's 2006. 2006. 2006. 15 years. A really long ass time. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't know it, I didn't even know this movie existed until Vic recommended it. So, really? You're well. Yeah. You're welcome. Dude, <laughs> no, I even knew this movie you. existed. Dude, like, I, yeah, I I literally had no idea what it was until I uh, clicked on it on Netflix. I'm like, wait, what the shit? Jack Black's in this? <laughs> Dude, um, what? Yeah, I, yeah, I had no idea. I had never heard of Tenacious D. I don't know how, considering Jack Black's one of my favorite comedians of all time. Um, yeah, so, dude, that's wild. It is considered like, and like, I didn't. Uh, I was like, wait, who's Kyle Gass? And like, I'm looking through his filmography. I'm like, how the hell do I not remember this guy? He was an elf for goodness sake. Oh shit, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, unpopular opinion. I really don't care for that movie. Dude, right, what? I'm out. I'm out. For Elf. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the Crash and Tez movie seller guy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so I knew about Tenacious D. Funny enough, I knew about Tenacious D from my mom. Because she told Okay, that surprises what? me. Dude, right? Yeah, that, was... that surprises me. Yeah. Oh, shit. So I... All I knew about Tenacious D, I had never heard any of their music. 
But my mom told me that Jack Black was in a band called Tenacious D. And mm-hmm. I knew that they had a movie that was inappropriate for children. And that is it. And th- so I'm assuming, unless there's like some other Tenacious D movie out there, this is the movie that my mom was talking about that was inappropriate yeah. for children. This is, this is definitely the one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is the only movie, but there's like two shows, though, that they did for Tenacious D. Both are on HBO Max. That's weird, but all right. So, <laughs> so yeah. So that's how I knew about this show or this movie. And yeah, no, no one would have guessed that. That's where I would have known it from. I, you, if you would have asked, if you would have told me to like guess where you heard about this movie from, I never would have guessed your mom. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I love I'm fairly... you, but I don't think that I ever would have guessed that in a million years. It's like, what other secrets is your mom hiding? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's where I know the the movie from. Um, but yeah, if you're not seeing it, Rose is about to spoil the entire movie for for you. Um, so he's going to read off the synopsis for that, and then we'll start getting into our headliner. So get prepared for can, reading with Rose. Can I everyone. make a quick suggestion? Can I make a quick suggestion for reading with Rose? Yes. Instead of uh, reading the summary, you should just sing Kickapoo because that basically <laughs> says the entire. That's like the entire story right there. Dude, I'm sorry. You don't want to hear this voice. Like after three years of choir, it's garbage now. <laughs> I can't. I can't hold a note to save my damn life. <laughs> you know, you, well, next maybe time, I'll, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll try practicing, and the next time we do a musical or some shit like that, I'll I'll sing the whole plot synopsis. Yes, there we love go. it. Hold on, you get the the synopsis off of Wikipedia, right? Yes, dude. I am fairly certain the lyrics for Kickapoo <laughs> is longer than the synopsis. <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely is. Oh, we can do this together, guys. Long as fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo. No, all right. No, take it away, Vic. Come on. You guys got this. You guys got this. I'm just. I don't want to steal your fire. You got this, Rose. If anything, you're adding to the fire. Come Dude, on, man. Could you imagine if we did that? Please. That would be incredible. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Caleb, if you, anyway. if you ask me to like sing every plot for any musical we do, I deserve a freaking raise. That's fair. Okay, good. Wait, that That's implies fair. you get paid. You guys, you guys get paid. I didn't know this was a paying job. Maybe I do want yeah, to be you. on the All Bros. <laughs> it pays and laughs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll consider. I'll reconsider. I'm gonna, you know. Just take this back home, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, as a young man, JB Jack Black runs away from his religious family in an oppressive Midwestern town for Hollywood after being graced by the word of Dio on a quest to form the world's most awesome rock band. There, he meets acoustic acoustic guitarist KG Kyle Gass. Nicknamed Cage, who is performing on the street and begins worshipping him as a rock god because of his perceived skills and attitude. JB attempts to ask KG to teach him rock and roll lessons, only to be refused. 
Later in the night, a crestfallen JB mopes on a park bench seconds before being beaten up. KG takes pity on JB and agrees to teach him. Um, you know, you know, I know it's California and you see some weird shit. Um, but what the hell was up with those masks that those guys were wearing when they <laughs> beat up JB? Dude, it's the masks. Yeah, I don't it's know the fake happened. British accents for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen that. I've lived in California, Southern California, my whole life, and I've never seen that. So I don't, I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, KG feeds JB's fantasy by pretending to be famous with a self-named band, the Kyle Gas Project, and exploits him to do work such as cleaning his apartment and buying him weed under the promise that JB can audition for his fictitious band. After JB learns KG is actually unemployed and living off his parents, the two become equal, and KG apologizes to JB by giving him a brand new guitar. They create their own band, Tenacious D, named after matching birthmarks found on their ass. I'm sorry, I'm not saying buttocks, I'm saying ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually much better, yeah. Yeah, right? Dude, the fact that like both of them were just okay, just showing, just you know, like showing a birthmark on their ass to the camera, just just makes me like happy. This makes me happy. <laughs> uh, soon, JB and KG learn the deepest secret of rock. All the rock legends use the same guitar pick, the pick of destiny, which is supernatural powers. It was created by a dark wizard who'd summoned Satan for his own purposes, but was promptly attacked. A nearby blacksmith heard the commotion and distracted the demon by tossing a horseshoe at it, chipping its tooth in the process. As Satan was now incomplete, the wizard was able to banish Satan back to hell. To repay the blacksmith, who desired the heart of a fair maiden, the wizard fashioned the tooth into a pick that would give its holder unnatural prowess with stringed instruments. Infatuated by the prospect of becoming the next great rock star, JB immediately sets Tenacious D on a quest to steal the Pick of Destiny from a rock history museum. Along the way, the band briefly splits up when KG decides that sex comes first in sex, drugs, and rock and roll after getting invited to a party by young women while JB wants to stick to the mission at hand. They are eventually reunited after KG is kicked out of the party. Dude, I freaking loved that whole interaction because he's just like dude what if we actually just went and like worked on our songs and like actually put the work in instead of trying to go get this mystical <laughs> guitar pick to make us suddenly good and <laughs> and then jack is just like no man like we need this pick <laughs> like i freaking love that that like just that self-realization of like I love shit like that when there's just like something that's supposed to make them like the the best at it and then someone points out, "Well, why don't we just work and actually like write the songs ourselves?" <laughs> it's like that's quitter talk. Yeah, just put the work in. <laughs> why are you talking crazy, man? <laughs> uh. All right, the later two manage to steal the pick of destiny from the rock museum. Armed with this supernatural pick, they plan to use the winnings from a local bar's talent contest to pay their rent. But before they can go on stage, they argue over who gets to use the pick first, snapping it in half accidentally. The bar's owner persuades them to go on to the contest without the pick. The owner is revealed to be Satan in human form, who places the pick of destiny back on his broken tooth. 
Complete again, he obtains supernatural powers on Earth and threatens to make Tenacious D his first victims. That's to actually su- that's a that's well. Okay, I don't know mind. if that. I was going to say, like, technically, he's only threatening to make KG his first yeah, victim. <laughs> that, that that actually does come up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's coming up. Uh, so to save their lives, Tenacious D challenged Satan to a rock off, which, under the terms of the Demon Code, he cannot decline. The terms suggested by JB. Caleb, you better not ever suggest like shit like this. I'm going to kick your ass. Whoever <laughs> face was that was actually that was actually a question I had for you guys, but uh, that's all right. I guess I guess not. <laughs> we we all know who's who in this situation. Come on. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the terms suggested by JB are that if Tenacious D wins, uh, Satan must return to hell and pay their rent. But if they lose, Satan can take KG back with him as a sex slave. <laughs> <laughs> After the duel, <laughs> Satan deems his rock better and attempts to shoot KG with a bolt of energy. JB jumps in the way, and the bolt bounces off his guitar, blowing off a piece of Satan's horn. As Satan is now incomplete once again, JB sends him back to hell with the wizard's magical incantation. The two turn Satan's horn into the bong of destiny, which the two smoke from as they write new songs. <laughs> I'd hit that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, I would too. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> um, Such a fun movie to watch. Yeah. It is so hard to argue with that. It, it, it is a fun movie. <laughs> I love, I don't know, this is just me, I'm a sucker for like like buddy movies that you know it's just like two guys that are really good buddies like they maybe go through some trials but you know like they remain friends at the end just i eat that shit up i love it so i always find something that i loved in these kind of movies yeah yeah these are this is definitely one of those and it's i i just i like the laughs i mean this is the kind of this is definitely the kind of humor that i enjoy yeah, I think no, one fair. of the things that I really liked about this is the the cameos from of people that are really big names now. Yeah, like like for let's um, I mean one Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller. Uh, Fred Armisen was the security guard at the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall or the yeah the Rock and Roll Hall. Oh shit, the, that was him. History Museum. Yeah, the what he what, he was wasn't he the one that like he's like I've never fired off a gun before. Like that was so cool. <laughs> I love like all the security guards are freaking like oh, high. That was so yeah. funny the way that they're like freaking like just cheering like oh my gosh that was like the first action we've ever gotten since we started here. <laughs> <laughs> or uh or Amy Poehler as the waitress. Gosh, I yeah, loved her. Yeah. I loved her. Let's see. Oh, Tim Robbins. You could play the, the dude with the freaking limp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that oh, followed yeah. Jack Black into the bathroom. 
dude, I freaking love that when he made him nervous. He freaking like started like farting and he shat himself. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I know that is the most like basic humor in the world, but I laughed my ass off. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, like you said, it is very basic humor, but it is played very well. Honestly, it's earned in a yeah. way. I like that how they almost made it seem like he was going to end up being Satan. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. I, I think the first time I saw that movie, I I kind of thought that like that it was that was going to be some kind of twist to it, but yeah. Yeah, let's see. Um, there's there was a f- couple that I didn't catch. Um, Colin Hanks was a one of the drunk f- frat dudes. Remind me who Colin Frank Hanks is. Colin Hanks. He well, it's Tom Hanks's son. Oh, my bad. Um, Amy Adams was in this too. As who? They just have her listed as gorgeous woman. She's probably one of the. She was probably one of the. Uh, what's it called? Um, like the girls that that Kyle's talking to. Probably. Oh yeah. From the shit, Jason Segel was in this. Yeah. Yeah, he was in this. Uh oh, John John C. Riley as freaking uh Sasquatch. <laughs> thought i recognized that voice <laughs> just a little bit or or freaking meatloaf as jack black's dad yeah. <laughs> oh goodness i love it dude there were so many freaking people in this and oh my gosh and like i loved this little this little tidbit uh, Troy Gentile, who played the young Jack Black. So this movie came out in June of 2006, or November of 2006. So six months prior, he played another young Jack Black in Nacho Libre. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, that is and it, so funny. I And I feel like Jack Black looks totally different in this movie versus like Nacho Libre. He does. I I like I honestly just get that vibe like this movie's that much older than it, but that's crazy to have that realization that they're like only 6 months apart from each other. Yeah, no joke, dude. Like I thought there was like a couple years difference between these movies. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking like early early 2000s. Like yeah. I was thinking 2003, 2004, but no, 2006. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so Nacho Libre had to come out in like 2008. <laughs> but nope, same freaking year. It's crazy. <laughs> and I I saw, and he was actually the one that made me look up the movie, like seeing the young Jack Black, I was just like, dude, he looks the exact same age that he did in Nacho Libre. <laughs> Like, and and kudos to this dude because he lost a shit ton of weight. Like, yeah. But oh my gosh, he was so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, one of my favorite jokes was at the beginning 
when they was like, oh, go to Hollywood, and he went to all the other Hollywoods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. finally made his way to California. <laughs> like, I thought that was just such a well-written joke. <laughs> no, it, it honestly is. Yeah, and freaking Dave Grohl playing Satan. Mm-hmm. That was freaking awesome. So, let's see. We ended up giving the story a 72.3. I mean, I, I feel like... Uh... Like Jack, the way that they made this movie was that this is supposed to be like how Tenacious D was formed, and I mean, pretty sure this is. I mean, at least I hope that you know, like Satan actually didn't come up, and this is how Tenacious D was formed. <laughs> um, but I mean, I can um, do. I mean, I I I'm not saying it couldn't happen. <laughs> I'm just saying I hope it didn't. <laughs> um. But like honestly, there's just like some parts of this movie are just like balls to the wall crazy, and I freaking love it. And like a lot of this movie's plot could not have been pulled off unless Jack Black and Kyle Gass were not at the front of it. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, with this, it would have been a very different score (laughs) had Vic not joined us today. So if so, you ended up giving it a ninety. Damn right. Which is damn right insane. <laughs> so had you not joined us today, this would be at a at a sixty three and a half. <laughs> but it's sitting at a seventy two <laughs> because you gave. It I'm a 90. glad that I could. I'm glad that I could help bring justice to the world <laughs> in this small small way. Dude, that's insane, because we haven't given a story grade a 90 since Soul. Holy shit, it's been that long. Oh, nope. I lied. Sorry. Uh, Black Widow got a 90. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, I, I wasn't... I, for, I feel like I have uh, dyslexia sometimes. <laughs> so, never mind. It, ha- it's, it hasn't been that long <laughs> since we've given... <laughs> Story a, a ninety, but there. So I was actually the lowest. I ended up giving it a sixty-two. <laughs> um, I mean, like I can understand, like the story is definitely out there, but I, yeah. I don't well, know. it's not necessarily the out thereness of the story. It was just how choppy it was. Like I feel like they jumped a lot, like a lot throughout this, and like the transitions were just. The transitions throughout the story were just very jump cutty. No, that's fair. I can understand. That. I I think that's, I think that though is, like intentional for it. You know, I mean, this is one of those like, this is one of those movies you definitely get a high and you watch, and <laughs> you wind up like. I don't know. It winds up being that much more funny. It's like, uh, like Super Troopers, which is you know freaking hilarious. But that move, like, it's funny on its own. But like, get high or get drunk or whatever. I, I would say get high. Uh, and that movie is just ten times funnier. 
um, you know, with that. And it's just because like, I don't know. I think that's that choppiness that you're talking about. I think that is what it's intended for too, you know? So, I don't know. That's just, just a, just a thought, but. Mm. No, that's, that's a very good thought. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. Um, I've never watched anything high. <laughs> Neither have I, but I kind of want to experience at least once. I do too. I like, that's what I would want to do. I would want to get high and watch movies like this. I would I would definitely recommend this one or Super Troopers if you end if you ever do that. I would recommend <laughs> one of those two. For sure. Fair enough. Those those two are like the best to watch that to watch high. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Um but 72 isn't a terrible score. It's still I think I'd put up a more of a bitch fit if this was closer to 75. <laughs> but seeing that this is closer to 70 than anything, um, really hard He'll to disagree. <laughs> like it, it does like <laughs> it does have its moments. For me personally, the issues, what was the flow? I felt like there were times uh-huh. where it was going really fast occasionally there were times where it would just kind of stick on one thing a little too long but yeah i think it had a decent pace if you like this kind of movie yeah like i'm not necessarily the biggest fan of, of these types of films so so speaking of you caleb you saying you're not the biggest fan of these kind of films would you at all compare this to like at least with like the second Bill and Ted movie where that one was kind of like definitely different than the first and the third that was like the one that was like definitely more out there yes that's okay. that's exactly where i'd put that like i would i'd probably end up giving uh the bill and ted bogus journey around i'd probably give it a little bit higher like i'd probably give it where you're at at uh, 65 okay with with story, at least. Um, but moving on over to writing, we were actually, well, except Vig, <laughs> we all thought the <laughs> writing was a little bit better. Uh, so the writing is was sitting at a six or seventy four point six. I would consider this with writing. I never thought just because. I'm so used to Jack Black doing like family movies or at least like PG 13 movies. I don't, I think it's the first rated R movie I've ever seen Jack Black in. I don't think I've ever heard, heard. And I want to think that I, I swear I saw that they actually set out to uh, set the record for most F words used in an R rated movie. And I think they got pretty damn close to beating it, but I've just never heard Jack Black say the F word so many freaking times. Yeah. I, I don't Holy think I've shit. ever ever heard that either <laughs> like it is it is unsettling even though i know he is the type of person to do that like it's like you were nacho libre you were in school of rock why why jack black why <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I want to see the the parents got to see how many times they <laughs> How many times they dropped the F-bomb? Yeah, 106. 
uses shit. of the the f bomb. Holy shit, dude! I wonder how <laughs> how much someone gets paid. Or I mean, I don't know if you get paid for like going into every movie and like counting how many swear words are used. But like honestly, I wouldn't mind that job. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, dude, it's so funny. Like listening to <laughs> to this stuff. Or like reading the the parental guide on this because <laughs> it's a, <laughs> like 106 uses of the f bomb. Someone put cock is used several times. <laughs> uh then <laughs> then ass, bitch, dick, boner, shit, and tits are heard three plus times. Like, I love the way that they do it. And then someone put hell used a few times. Because <laughs> that's the worst thing that could be said on there. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I So they had five instances of sex and nudity, four instances of violence and gore, which I didn't even remember anything I mean, there is that part where the guy's head explodes. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so, the, dude, this is so dumb. They're, so they did the, the chase scene uh, where one of the cop cars catches on fire. Uh-huh. They did where Satan gets his tooth knocked out. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, and then they did, or they also included the freaking blacksmith throwing the horseshoe, like As the, violence the animated. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good hell. And then they throw in the uh, Jack Black playing the gig, where they, they like blow the dude's brain. That's good hilarious. Man. Good hell. Anyway, um, I did feel like the writing was a lot stronger than the story. I think it was very smartly written. Even though they did use a lot of cheap humor, <laughs> like I, I personally Again, I, felt, which they, I think was intentional. Yeah, I personally yeah. felt that they made the like that potty humor funny, and not just kind of like oh okay, huh, like freaking fart joke. I think they did it in a way that made it funnier. Like, then the basic, like, oh, ha-ha, laugh. Yeah. Like, no, the way that I, they got, like, the, the scene where Jack Black's in the freaking stall and the stranger's, like, scaring the shit out of him and he, like... Literally. <laughs> just literally the shit out of him. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious how they did that. Because, I, okay, I don't know about... Be honest with me, like, and I'll be honest. Like, when I saw that, you don't... Like you see that it's it's like it's like low hanging fruit. You th you know that it's there. Like okay, he's definitely gonna make a fart sound, but I don't think they'd actually do that. That's too that's too uh, you know predictable. And then they do it. And it's like oh shit, that's actually really fun. Like it it worked. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. To me, I just thought it was hilarious. Like I, you don't expect it from them because, like I said, it just seems like it's just it's just low hanging fruit. But they they went for it. Yeah. Which I mean, respects to them. Like I think they they found a way to make jokes like that or make that 
particular joke come off as fresh. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, something we haven't seen before. Which I really oh. appreciate when they do stuff like that. I feel uh, one joke that really stuck out to me was the whole um, them really showcasing um, how bald Kyle Gass is. And he even like showcases <laughs> him as like being in like freaking elementary school and he was already balding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> I love how they made it like such a big deal, like throughout. Like everyone like noticed that he was bald, and it wasn't <laughs> like even like as an adult, like as as a kid, like yeah, like that, like it was pretty funny. But I think it was funnier people's reaction to seeing him being bald when he's, when he's an yeah. adult. <laughs> it's like people lose hair, people shit. Yeah, like, when he went and was talking to those girls, how they kept, like, looking up at his head. <laughs> like, it was weird. I'm like, are you serious? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, shit. Ugh. But yeah, I think this I, was a I, very well-written uh, No, I, I agree. I, I think, like, the... Especially the interactions and stuff, I, I liked... Um, I liked how that was all done. You know what I mean? Like they, uh, I don't know. To me, I like that slapstick, you know, that really just kind of, that kind of humor. So for me, I just think that, you know, not only, like you said, not only did they find a way to make it funny still, um, you know, they make the story still kind of like progress in, you know, in an entertaining way. Yeah. Um, so I think it it deserves where it's at. So it's a seventy four point six. So pretty average writing overall, which I could I would say that about a majority of the movie, it is fairly average, but it is better overall than the story. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. All right. This is so the next category is the. Uh, is okay. This one's the only one that we seem to agree on, <laughs> and this is the the acting score, and we pretty much agree that it's sitting at an eighty one. Like there was only a oh, two yeah. point difference. Like Rose gave the lowest, but he was at an eighty. I was at an eighty one, and then Vic went above me at an eighty two. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so averaged out at an 81. Um, So the cast of this movie, I think the only two that I ended up grading were Jack Black and Kyle Gass. Same right? Yeah. Um, Who played JB and KG. (laughs) But I, I think the reason I gave it so high was because I think the, uh, the extras really stood out to me. I don't know about you guys, but I think all the the extras stood out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they, I I mean, like, I don't know. You, you get those surprise roles that come in here. Like you said, like when you're watching this for the first time and you're not, you're not expecting to see like Ben Stiller or, you know what I mean? So I think, you know, even them, like they keep that, that comedy going um 
you know, they kind of keep that, that still that like that vibe that I think that they try to, they try to keep throughout the movie. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, yeah. it took me a while to realize that was Ben Stiller. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like he, they were, I didn't like, I will fully admit, I did not realize it was Ben Stiller until they were in the closet talking about the pick. Oh, so like literally after he took his glasses off, that's what was. was yeah, weird. and like, <laughs> dude, it was like that moment. Like it's it's shit like that that makes me feel like Superman's disguise is completely viable. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, like drawn in the cartoon, I'm like, no one would fall for that shit. But then I see shit like that, and I'm like, oh shit, that's Ben Stiller. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess. That's fair. But I think ev- all the extras did really well in the roles that they were given. Um, the one that made me laugh the most was John C. Riley's role as Sasquatch yeah. when Jack <laughs> Black was so high so on on mushrooms. <laughs> And I loved how, he, the, like, they showed us what was actually happening in the real world. Like, when he's he thinks he's tubing down this river and he's, like, in freaking rapids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, he, he thinks he's flying, but he's, like, somehow climbed up the tree and he's just, like, on one of the branches. Uh... <laughs> yeah. That whole sequence was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I, top. It was hard for me to pick who is better between Jack Black and Kyle Gass, but I think I ended up ultimately giving top spot to Jack Black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. Um, any of you give Kyle the, the top mark? I actually did. <laughs> You did? Did you really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like so like this is like the first movie I've seen Kyle Gaff being able to like be like a, a like kind of a scene stealer and like be like one of the main stars. Yeah. And I loved it so much cuz this guy really knows how to deliver with comedy. Um so like he he's a, just a smudge above Jack Black for me. It, it's very close margin wise. I think it's super I mean I neat. still Go ahead, go ahead. No, you go. I was gonna say I I I still gave it to Jack Black for the top spot, but uh, again I'm with I'm with I'm with Rose. I think it's like the margins are close because <clears throat> excuse me, like I think this is definitely like his kind of humor. Like this is the kind of stuff where his his talents shine in this type of film. So oh, I yeah, I think that's why like you know it just. Uh, it's such a it's such a hard one to you know it's such a hard one to really like give up you know that top spot to to him no honestly <laughs> i had um like with trying to decide who was better i had just a hard time hard time with these two as i do uh deciding who's better in dumb and dumber with jim carrey and jeff daniels mm-hmm. or even bill and ted with keanu reeves and alex winter all, yeah. all three of them, two, they're amazing duos, and it is hard to pick which of the two is your favorite. Yeah, yeah. I think what Agreed. what most people do is they would overlook 
Kyle Gass because Jack Black gives such a big performance. And they don't focus too much on the subtleties of Kyle Gass's. Mm-hmm. So funny. I think that's that Jack Black's big, like, look at me performance just kind of outshines Kyle's in some way. Yeah. So it almost makes it so you could overlook him. But I I can definitely agree that it it was a, honestly a coin flip for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think I just love Jack Black so much. That's why I ended up giving him top. But it was very close margins. No, it's fair. It's fair. Um, so yeah, acting is sitting at an 81. Moving on over to character development. And Vic, like, I, you're going to have to justify <laughs> this one. Because there was, I, I had a really difficult time finding any character development. So you're going to have to justify your 81. All right, All right here we go. <laughs> Hold on, let me, uh, as I take a sip from my water. <laughs> All right. So you got you got Jack Black who and, and this is who I'm mostly giving or like rating that character development on is Jack Black's character. That's who so, I tried doing too. Same right. And that's that's fine. Okay. So you know, he starts off as a kid, you know, he wants to he wants to just rock out. He wants to be a, you know, rock star. Um from there, you know, you see him and he's kind of like this, um, like when he meets Kyle, he's, he's kind of like not sure about himself. Like he sees him and he's like, holy shit, dude, like you're, you're a freaking genius. Like teach me. I know not like basic. I mean, yeah, like I think he's, he was very short from like just I don't know, spit shining in the guy's shoes. You know, that's how high of a pedestal he's, he kind of put Kyle on. And then when he finds out, like, you know, that he's kind of being, he's just, you know, being taken advantage of, then it's like, one, you see this confidence boost in him. Like, then he's like, you know, has, I don't know, he he, he just like has this confidence, like he's going to make it. They're going to do this. They're going to rock out at the, open mic um and then from there uh especially when they have their little you know their little fight and he's like well i'm doing this on my own and then they're kind of like just really selfish about it too like once they get the pick and he's like yeah no i think i'm gonna do this first and then you go ahead and have this and then you see him kind of like you see a change where not only like do they need to you know, challenge the devil himself to, you know, make him not make them their sex slaves, <laughs> or at least Kyle. Yeah, but like, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> not make Kyle his sex slave. He like jumps in front of him, like to save him. You know, I, I don't know. And then it goes from I want to be the best to, you know what? We're the best. We're just going to, we're going to like, smoke it out with the bong of destiny I mean, they could have easily with the horn i think they could have easily made something different that would have made them just as famous 
you know, a, another instrument or whatever, like anything that would have to pertain to like a band instrument. But instead, they do a bong and they can do it together and they like wind up writing and singing together as opposed to like him just trying to take the reins and be the one that's like, I'm going to make this happen. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. You, know, right. you also got to watch this kind of high too. So just. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Shit, probably the no. I think that's uh, that's probably the issue for me because that's a really hard justification. I think you you pulled it off well. Oh, I know I pulled it off. I'm not. Well. I'm not. I like this. Movie. I'm not. I'm not sold on that though, because I felt like he was just like idolized all of these rockers, and then once he realized Kyle wasn't one of those rockers that he should idolize i don't think it was necessarily like a confidence boost they just like it even the playing field with them and then but it was it was definitely a shift though it it came down to where like if kyle would have told him like lick the dirt lick the sand off of my sandals you know he would have done it but then it turned into like well hold on you're bald fat and like unsuccessful like how am how are you any better than me and then it's like well hold on like i've i think i got something here like i you know i know what to do i know how to rock i had a vision you know i've got this magic birthmark on my ass that like you know <laughs> tells me what the name of my band is gonna be tanak <laughs> the way that i viewed it is like if kyle like starting off was like someone that Jack Black idolized and then Jack Black's down here like enough where you can see the idolization. Yeah. I think it was just Kyle got brought down to Jack's level and they were trying to build off of that. Yeah. And yeah, I think there was like a lot of like this I think they could have worked with that a little bit better than they did. Mm-hmm. like kind of like worked up to um i don't even know like this this is a tough one to think of because like you said this is one that you need to watch high and i get that to a certain point but it's just like i haven't watched the high so it's just like how good is this movie and <laughs> And not to say, like, that's the only way to watch it. It's definitely still enjoyable, like, you know, just to watch it. But uh, I don't know. I, I think that there's there's a there's a change. There's a change there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's just it's just me, man. It's just it's just what I see. Yeah, it's it's almost like I would have liked to see them play with the like the doing the work. Mm hmm. And then maybe, I don't know, like, had them do the work a little bit. And then when they're, like, yeah, doing the work and it's just, like, not working for them. And then have them be like, okay, freaking screw this shit. Like, let's go get the pick of destiny. <laughs> and then, um, like, go, I don't know. I, d- I don't know see, how I would have improved that's like, it, but. That's like Liam Neeson's daughter saying. I go to France and he's like, no. And then she's like, all right, cool. And then that's the story. That's it. And have you been, have you seen those memes where it's like, you know, they, they're like, 
the big uh like the small event that like the small thing that happens in a movie and then it like causes the main like storyline like that that's basically what that would have been like all right cool they're gonna work on this and the movie's over (laughs) yeah i don't know i i honestly i do not know what i would what i would have done to improve the character development i just felt like jack black's character was just very stationary throughout and I think that just it when he threw Kyle under the bus to become the sex slave, I think that just kind of showed more that he he like, yeah, like I think that just showed that he was just on the same level that he was at the beginning. I mean, but he did almost know, sacrifice himself in a way, and I mean, I know he like put True. the guitar in the front in front of him, but. He did kind of almost take a bullet for Kyle. True. I don't know. I I have a hard time giving any higher than what I did. But it, so the character development score, like overall, it's sitting at a sixty-eight point six. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Honestly, after Vic explained it, I feel so well. That's what I would have boosted mine up to, honestly. A 68? Like, yeah, because w- wasn't I at like a 65? No, you. I was at a 65. You were oh. at a 60. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I probably would. Honestly, like, Vic just like explained that like very well. It's like, I agree with you, Caleb. Like, it doesn't really like change how his character development is in the movie, but Vic just like, it, I- like explained it so well. I would boost myself up to a 68. Dude, you see how easily like... swayed he is? <laughs> hey, it's fine. It's fine. It's for a good cause. <laughs> see the here's the thing is is the, the like that part of Jack Black's character in the movie that's something that I think could be argued needs to be stationary because that's what that's more of like his aspiration. That's what like his goal is like since he's a child is to be a rock star. And that's something that like you can't really change it that much anyway like above being i don't know what else there is above being a rock star you know what i mean like unless he just gives it up completely like no this is why i think that they should have done a whole like they should have done the work bit to like show that like oh maybe th- this isn't working for them this isn't working for them and so when they finally did face off against the devil that they could have had that that rock battle and then it's just like the work that they put forth is what put them above the devil <laughs> i which well, i mean i, I mean think... is like thinking too hard into it being like well yeah. you could have done this better but it's like it's supposed to be like that a dumb movie <laughs> exactly it's it's a movie where like you're not supposed to think too much into it like oh shit they did all this work and now look at they get to put it into put it in action like this this isn't the kind of movie where you do that you do that with if you want that movie then you go watch school of rock you know that's you know the pg-13 you know movie that's that's where you the movie you watch if you want to see like some kind of effort being put into that not wrong. Yeah. Got a good point there. <laughs> I'm still not moving my score up. <laughs> That's right. I'll take the 68. It's fine. 
All right. So yeah, character development sitting at a sixty-eight point six. Uh, moving on over to effects, we were pretty similar with this one. Um, so we ended up giving this collectively a seventy-four point three. So okay. just like slightly below where writing is. Um, honestly, I docked it for all the not so great green screen. Yeah. That's fair. Just at the beginning. <laughs> Mostly at the beginning. Well, <laughs> when he's like walking and stuff. No, not, well, not necessarily just that. Like when they, uh, when they were in the, the air vent at the, mm the museum and that ended up falling and that when they stuck their heads out of the sides, mm. like you could, I feel like you could tell that the, that was green screened like really heavily. And then the whole Sasquatch scene was just like pure CGI or pure green right. screen, not CGI. I really didn't dog it for that. Cause that was kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. Like he's supposed to be high off his ass. Nothing's supposed to seem like super real. <laughs> Well, I still docked it because I'm an asshole. <laughs> Dude, honestly, my favorite effects were those freaking like cards that they showed throughout the movie. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like those tarot cards. Us, yeah, like introduce a segment. Yeah. Those were so freaking cool. Yeah the 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 those cards and like the artwork bits that they had that I actually boosted my score a lot because of those. But it was just like the special effects where they did, like I said, green screen. I, that's where I was like, no, like I, I can't, <laughs> can't let this slide. <laughs> Welp. Yeah, which funny enough, I gave higher than all of you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Wait, what did you give it? I gave it a seventy-eight. <laughs> I mean, I'll adjust mine. <laughs> <laughs> Like I thought the effects were like okay, but I mean, honestly, I actually was gonna go like an eighty just because of all those card transitions. But then I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe dock a little bit for some other problems I had with what Kayla brought up with the CGI, not CGI. I'm sorry, green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it was just the their movements didn't quite match the the background and you could tell like the background yeah. was put in like when they like like i said when they fell through the freaking museum and like they stick their heads out of the the vent like it looked like they were just like standing up like normal and it was just like green screen on the side and like sticking out when they could have just had them actually, in in vents <laughs> yeah they could have actually had the set piece yeah like you could have done that practically yeah. assholes <laughs> Like, that's not difficult to do. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, 74.3. Uh, any other effects stand out to you guys? Not that I can think of. Not really. No. No. Yeah. Well, I think we can get to the most important category of this. The music. Oh, yeah. So we ended up giving this a nine. <laughs> wow. So that was a unanimous one then. Yeah. Not unanimous. Rose gave it a 10. 
And I like okay. to, so I usually round up. Like if we're at a 9.5, okay. I'll round up. But since there's three of okay. us and me and you gave it a nine, I like you round down. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So we ended up giving it a nine collectively. All right. I'm not, hell yeah. I'm not mad at that. No, yeah, the, the music is, is really good. <laughs> Freaking music is a storyline of itself, <laughs> dude. It yeah. is. Yeah. Like I feel like this is a a movie that you could listen to. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude, if you like go on Spotify and just listen to the soundtrack, it literally just goes through the whole movie for you. Oh it's yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, I think just Kickapoo in itself <laughs> is perfect. Like to give you what. You know, like the setup of the whole movie is, you know, just from the beginning. And it's, you know, I I think Jack Black is really good with that, too. Like whenever he does sing stuff like I, you know, whenever you hear him singing, like even in School of Rock, when you hear him singing, like I think he's really good at like putting what's going on around him too, like into a song like that. Like he's just I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you guys on that. Honestly, I think the three songs that you could listen to with this is the opening is um oh shit Kickapoo Kickapoo the the history of Tenacious D and then the final mm-hmm. song with the with the devil yeah. yeah I think those are the three songs that you could listen to and know the entire premise of the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Fair yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the rest of the songs were just like cherry on top. Oh, yeah. Like Definitely. all the, the toppings, the freaking sprinkles, cherry, whatever the hell you wanted to put on it. And I, I loved every second of the, <laughs> the songs. Like there was actually uh, a few songs I actually rewound to listen to again. <laughs> Like That's I listened awesome. to the 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 song that against the devil a couple times. I love it. Like it was some good stuff. Um. Yeah, the only, I think the reason it didn't quite reach number ten for at least for me was that I don't think that there was one in particular song that stood out above the rest of them. <laughs> There's one for me, and I don't know what it is. It's the uh, boardwalk one where uh, Jack, uh, Jack Black first sees Kyle Gass, and it's just like freaking, like, yeah. just like saying what's going on. I, for some reason, I can't get that freaking song out of my head. I just freaking love that scene, and I love that song. Um, so that 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 is kind of what boosted me to a ten. Is just when. I feel when a soundtrack gets a certain song, just one song stuck in my damn head, that it's done their job and it deserves to be a 100%. Yeah. And that, I think if the, if there was a song that would have done that for me, gotten stuck in my head, that's what have, would have bumped it up for me to a 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But it's just the, the lyrics are so quick. It was, it's hard to like get that tune it's hard for them to stick with you. Yeah. So I yeah, think that's, that's the only yeah. thing that kept it from a 10 for me. Fair enough. 
All right, next up we got costumes, which we ended up giving an eight. Not all of us. I ended up giving it a seven. Asshole. I I docked for the stupid costumes. Like, I think Satan could have looked a little bit better. <laughs> and I think Sasquatch could have looked a little bit better. I think Sasquatch could have. I think I think Satan looked like as good as he could have in this kind of movie. Yeah, I I can I give you that. Thinking. Like, it's not meant to be like a horror film. You know, this is a comedy, so you you just need him to look like a generic devil <laughs> demon looking yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I think it was the, it might have been just been the goat or the goat hooves for me. Like I know that that is a a very generic devil thing to do, but I think yeah. they I think those just looked like raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if those would have looked a little bit more realistic and not just like sweatpants with fur. <laughs> I would have I would have been a little bit more on on team eight. But I was down at a seven because I think everyone else's costumes were pretty generic and like fit the characters really well. But then I was like, okay, like devil's the devil's pretty good. And then I got like pulled down by Sasquatch. And then the rest of the movie just like, okay, like everyone else is fine. Yeah. But no, it's fair. But I think it, an eight is is pretty fair. <laughs> yeah, no, I can I can definitely agree with that. All right, which brings us to our own personal scores. So, Vic, you want to take this one first? Sure. Um, I think for me, this is a movie. Um, I think the first time I saw this was a few years ago with two of my roommates. And uh, who be who become some of my closest and two best friends, um, and I it so for me it's it's just a very like it holds that nostalgia, um, it's it's the kind of humor that I like. I think you know I like to just shut my brain off too and just laugh. Um, you know, again, it has that toilet humor where it's just like. You know, Jack Black sitting on the toilet, you know, and you don't think he's going to, but then he does, like, make the fart noise or he shits himself, whichever one it is. Like, you don't think he's going to do it, but they actually do it, and it winds up being so funny. Um, I, like, it, I don't know, this is just such a great movie to me, and, and, uh, you know, the, the music, I love that there's music throughout the whole thing, like, um, it helps the movie definitely go along too. And uh, honestly, again, like I said before, again, you don't have to watch it high, but it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun too. It's a lo- it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna smoke me a J, and and uh, you know, I'm gonna put a movie on. That's typically one of the movies that I'll think of that that is like high on the list for me. So I think for me, my personal grade winds up being like a ninety six. A ninety six, damn. Ninety six, my guy. Ninety six, my guy. <laughs> Holy shit! This is a really. Good, this is honestly a good, funny movie to me. 
shit. Um, I'll I'll go next. <laughs> so I've actually, I'm actually the complete and utter opposite. <laughs> I gave it a sixty nine. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I I absolutely did that on purpose. But it I was I actually it. legitimately I'm about at a six at seventy, but I just could not give up the opportunity to give this a sixty nine. So. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Um, I had fun with this movie. It was good. It's probably not one I'm going to rewatch ever again, and unless I like get high to rewatch it. <laughs> Come to California, my friend. Come to California. <laughs> I'll hook you up. Oh, um, but yeah, I think that's the the one thing keeping me from going any higher or going any lower it was just it was a good time the music the music was decent but like i said probably not one i'm going to re-explore i enjoyed it enough but Mm -hmm. it just didn't didn't vibe with me like like other movies of jack blacks have so that's why i'm sitting sitting where i'm at it happens. Fair, fair enough. All right, Rose. Um, okay, let's 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 see if my score is okay in Vic's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if it's, I, if it's above a sixty-nine. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> okay, yeah, it, it is. Don't worry. Okay. Um, so I definitely agree with what Vic said. This is this is a really fun movie. Um, I lo- like I said earlier, I love uh, like buddy movies like this, like Dumb and Dumber, Bill and Ted. Uh, just like where it's just like two guys that are really good friends and like they go on some type of adventure. I love that kind of shit. It will never get old to me. Um, so the fact that that is what this is and throw in some fun music, some fun jokes. Um, I had honestly, a, I didn't expect to have as good of a time with this movie as I did. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm sure I would have a better time if I was high. So maybe she does. <laughs> you too. You come to California. Both of you come to California. I'll hook you both up. I've got plenty um, to go around. So for me, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a 76. I'll take it. Not bad. All right. So all that added up brings us to an 80.33. For our own personal grade. And that concludes this week's breakdown and the final All Bros letter grade for Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny is... Getting ready to flip my freaking desk right now. Let's see. C+. Oh, yeah. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. I'll take that C plus. How close to a B is it though? How close to that B is it? <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> let's see. So the cutoff for a B is eighty, or for a B minus is eighty percent. Okay. This is sitting at a seventy-eight point. Oh shit! Where is it? A seventy-eight point two eight percent. That's fine. That's fine. High plus, I'll take it. It's passing. 
It's true. Yeah, it, it's passing. So that puts it above Jumanji: The Next Level. I'm happy with that. Which is I'm at a seventy-eight point two five. <laughs> it is above Tag. Okay. At a seventy-seven point nine. It is above the Babysitter Killer Queen, which is at a seventy-seven point eight. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. It is above Wonder Woman 1984, which is at 77.7. Ah, and this one's going to sting. It is also above the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man at a 77.49. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Damn. You were on that Actually, episode with us. I know. I, I know I was. I know. I was. You know what? <laughs> I'm actually okay with that. I'm. It stings, but it doesn't sting as much as I thought it would. Okay, what killed that Spider-Man movie was the the writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than no, that, absolutely. like it was a damn near like perfect movie. <laughs> but that's right. What no, ended it, up it's a good movie. It. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, it stings, but it's not as big of a sting as I thought it was going to be after I let it resonate. What what I like though is I I agree with the first two, which was what Jumanji and uh, and tag, uh, tag, I you know because both of those like at least tag anyways is a comedy, so I think it's it's easy to like pair the two, so it's like yeah I do kind of like this one a little more than tag, and then Jumanji has Jack Black in it, and I love Jack Black's performance more in this than I definitely do in Jumanji, so I I actually. Do genuinely agree with those two, like, anyway, yeah. Um, all right, so and then this movie is below Godzilla versus Kong, fair, which we have at a 78.5. Okay, so it's not by much, no, it is seriously 0.3 percent, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also below New Mutants. Which is at a seventy-eight point seven seven. Uh, it's below Army of the Dead at seventy-eight point eight. Yeah, I'm sorry, I gotta disagree with that. But that's just me. You don't agree with that? No, dude. Like honestly, the more I think about that movie, the more I hate it. <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. There's I'm movies. That, there are movies out there that are like that, though. <laughs> there really are movies out there that are like that. It's like, yeah, it was good. But then you think about it more and you're like, that wasn't that good. It wasn't as good as I keep hyping yeah, it up to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought, I still think that the C plus is a decent score for Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Or, for, no, for Army of the Dead, not Tenacious D. Yeah, for Army of the, not for this one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't let you, I didn't let you finish that, that, <laughs> that, that phrase. Uh, let's see. It was also below Jexy, which is sitting at a 79. And it is also below Mortal Kombat 2021, which is sitting at a 79.4. I haven't seen that one yet. I, I have to watch that one. It's not bad. It's not. No. I, I, I do want to watch it. You know, the, the original one is one of those where it's like, I want to watch a shit movie. Like, let's put that one on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's enough. entertaining, you know, just because of how bad it is. But yeah. So, out of 19 C-plus movies, 
Uh, Tenacious D is ranked number 10. Yes, it is in the top 10. Yeah, top 10 of C+. Don't freaking <laughs> get cocky. Don't give a shit. <laughs> top 10. Still top 10. Still taking it. I'll yeah. take that, man. So Still our top, our top C-plus movie. movie so far is Yesterday, and our bottom uh, C-plus movie is Unhinged. So the margins are are pretty close. I feel. What are out of curiosity? What are your top three movies overall? Overall, yeah. Uh, good question. Let's find out. Whoops, wrong direction. Because <clears throat> that's something I've often wondered when I'm listening to you guys. Uh well, nope. That's bottom. <laughs> nope. 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 All right, our top three. Sure, top. Let's go top three because I feel like that's just okay. Our top three are Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. And Avengers Endgame. Okay. But yeah, Avengers Endgame is point six percent lower. <laughs> Then, Wait, uh, you're telling Buster me Scrubs. you went one, two, you you just listed those one, two, three, not three, two, one. Yeah, one, two, three. Son of a bitch! All right, all right. <laughs> hey, if you want to blame anyone, we wanted to give Avengers Endgame higher, but you had a freaking great, great uh, Captain America, <laughs> very critiquefully. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. let's not get into this. I stand by that grade, <laughs> but uh, uh, let's not get into this. But yeah, our top three are actually our only A movies. Oh, that's funny. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, all of like all the other movies past those three are A minus. No shit. Just okay. I'm just saying that might change with Halloween Kills. I'm just kidding. It's not. I'm. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Dude, like as much as I love the Halloween franchise, I don't minus the original. Maybe deserves an A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah our uh yeah we'll we'll find out we'll f- we'll definitely be finding out <laughs> um i think our honestly i think our top 10 is very revealing about our movie choices like the movies that we enjoy so, like I said, our top three was Bohemian Rhapsody, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and an Avengers Endgame. Then, at, below that is War of the Planet of the Apes, Room, Infinity War, Into the Spider-Verse, Pulp Fiction, Joker, and then A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's our top ten. Interesting. That's actually not I, a bad top ten. Yeah. Like Those are all really good movies. I did not think a beautiful day in the neighborhood made it into the top ten, but that's awesome. That's cool. I didn't think that either, but apparently it did. Interesting. Yeah. So. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, thanks for you. Sure. All right. So yeah, like we said, Tenacious D sitting at a C plus, a very solid C plus. Um, top and ten. And that concludes. Or yet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, technically top 10 of C+. Plus. <laughs> like I said, Nick's going to take any victory he can. take any victory he can. Yeah, if somebody asks me, 
like, hey, where where does the where does Tenacious D in the pick land on with that episode? You guys say, oh, it was like in the top ten. I'm not gonna fucking tell them it was in C plus <laughs> movies. I'm just gonna say, yeah, it's it's like in the top ten. Dude, I am so curious. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this really quick. I'm going to take, take my out, scores out. Yeah, and see what just it to been. see what it would have been. Had like what the difference would would have been. Oh shit. <laughs> you, all right i'm gonna pause the recording real quick and, and do this all right yeah i gotta get going soon okay i just put the numbers in they're not that far off <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah surprisingly so if we would if what? we would have removed if we would have taken out vic's scores <laughs> and only done mine and rose's it, the movie would have come to a C at a 74.2. So it is only a 4% difference. Like four points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a 4%. Like, that's nothing. What the ever? What the shit? Yeah, what the <laughs> shit, dude? Like, actually, let's see. So ca- just comparing the, the just all the categories, the, <laughs> the biggest difference, the biggest difference is story and writing. Acting is basically uh-huh. the same. Character development is only a few points away. Effects are actually higher. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like our effects alone are higher. Music is the same. Mm-hmm. Costumes is lower. And then our personal grade is a little bit lower. So, yeah, it actually come up to about the same shit. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Uh, anyway, Rose, I'll let you close this out. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you, okay. All right. So I'm good to go. Yeah. I, I need okay. to rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, before we close out this episode, Vic, would you like to tell us or tell the audience where they can find you? Yeah. So you guys can catch us on uh crash and Taz movie seller. Um, uh, very. If you enjoy this show, I mean, we're kind of the same. Just I think we're a little more explicit. <laughs> we're we drop the f bombs a lot more freely. <laughs> I will get Caleb to drop at least one f bomb before we end. Oh, he! I thought he did one time. I seriously thought he did. I had to like, I forget what episode it was, but I had to like, I had to like, literally like as I'm driving, like try to. Sc- you know, skip back like 15, 30 seconds or whatever. And I was like, did he just say, did he just drop an F bomb? And like, oh man, I thought he did once. Oh man, it just thought, thought you had it. Thought you did it, man. Thought you crossed over. (laughs) Dude, like one day, one day, like I'm honestly, I think I'm just waiting. (laughs) Like I, I hope I'm on that. I'm hope, I hope I'm on the show when it happens. I hope I'm on that episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just, just going to be like that's just going to go down can, can we make history. that for like the 10th the 10th episode that I ever like you know join you guys on like I want that to be the, what, the so crowning like jewel of more episode. episodes <laughs> I, I'll fucking do it I'll take it <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. but yeah anyway uh, we pretty much do the same thing we, we'll uh, we check out movies uh, we rate them they land on our seller scale and um yeah, uh, like I said, just uh, we're just explicit. I think we're just a little more vulgar. 
not as definitely not as uh, organized too as they are here on on the All Bros, but um, still a we still we still have a fun time. You guys can catch us on Spotify and uh, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, Amazon Music, other platforms you guys like to listen to your podcasts on. And then um, also we're on Instagram, uh, Crash and Taz Movie Seller. It's Crash the letter N Taz Movie Seller with underscores in between each word. So Crash and Taz Movie Seller. So yeah, that's us. Hell yeah. Weekly listener right here. Oh, while I freaking have yeah, you on yeah. and I'm thinking about it, if you guys have another Hulk discussion without me, I'm going to throw <laughs> a the biggest bitch fit on planet Earth. <laughs> You guys were freaking talking you know, about Iron Man, and you went on about Hulk for like 15 minutes. <laughs> if you do an Incredible Hulk episode without me, we are no longer friends. <laughs> well, that's fine. We're cousins. You're stuck with yeah, me. I was going to say, like, should um, you say we're not family anymore? No, we're but we're not friends. cool. We, we will not be cool We won't anymore. be cool. I'll see you at the family reunion, but I'm not coming up to you. <laughs> I'm not saying hi. <laughs> it's like I'll go and hug everyone else in the family and just flip you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, just awesome yeah. He's just like yeah. There you go, buddy. There you go. What's <laughs> up? Uh, yeah. What did we talk? I think it it was mostly like I think we had one of my friends on for that show. He wanted to be on there, and uh, um, God, what was it? I think he was asking like if there was a move because he everybody is under the impression that like I see no fault in any MCU films. Or Marvel films, which isn't true. I do see some, but I kind of overlook them a lot of times. And I think what it was, if I'm remembering the conversation correctly, they were like, "Well, you know, um, he, uh, there, there, there's probably there's probably not a Marvel movie that you don't like." And I was like, "Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. There are bad Marvel movies, and Hulk is just it. I'm sorry, you know." I listen. Uh, I don't disagree with that. Do I do not disagree right, with right. that. But I think it was just some comments like later that were you guys were talking about the Hulk, and I'm just like, no. Wait, what? Did, I'm curious. I almost got to go back now and listen to my episode. To I know. Like, I forget what, what I think you you guys were. T- I forget what you guys said, but I like I lost it. I was listening while I was working, <laughs> and I like put everything down. And I'm like, what the f did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> And I meant to message you, but yep. I was working. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like rewound and was just like, he did not. <laughs> now I'm curious. Man, now I'm going to go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. Dude, I'm I was gonna also going to message you. I'm just like, hey, like, I'm listening to your Iron Man episode right now. When are you going to start talking about the movie again? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we we went on a pretty good tangent with uh with like some other just MCU films in general. And uh I think Hulk did kind of take the spotlight from that because again, it was more of like the it's not so much a running joke as it is like kind of the reality of the situation is I truly do try to be as unbiased as possible. Like that's why I try not to do Marvel films um on the show. Because it's really hard for me to be unbiased. It's also why I am working on um, a separate show that I'll be doing myself. That's going to be like uh, on YouTube and um, like TikTok, stuff like that. More of the social media platforms. Um, just talking about all the Marvel stuff. So that way I don't have to hold back when I'm recording my show. 
Uh, nice. <laughs> so it, that's kind of like the running joke there is, um, you know, I just see no fault in Marvel at all. But, uh, you know, like I said, I do. And uh, it's, it's typically with the Hulk. <laughs> Dude, when it comes back on streaming, I want to have you break or talk about the trial of the Incredible Hulk. Like that okay. movie from 1989 start like okay. with the original like cast and everything because yeah. I'm not sure if you have you ever seen that movie? I haven't. No. So there are there's or Matt Murdock is in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Kingpin. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and do you. Oh, shit. What's the, the guy's name? Do you, you've seen the the Indiana Jones movies, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. You do yeah. you know Indy's friend from? Oh shit! Do you know John Rice Davies? Hold on, I'm pulling up the uh, I'm pulling up this movie on IMDb. So like, I I'm sh- of... I'm certain you like recognize. You would recognize the actor. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, he's in this one. He's in this film. Yeah, but let's he see. he plays the kingpin. Yes, that's Gimli. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah. He plays the the kingpin in the trial of the Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk, and it is Ooh. glorious. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, once it's on, that. once it's on a streaming service that you can actually watch it on. <laughs> Damn. All right. Yeah, I'll check that one out for sure. Anyway. I'm sure. I'm sure Taz has it too. I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> but yeah, like sorry. Well, if total, we ever do that total, one, total side tangent. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we ever do that one, I'll definitely. Uh, we'll definitely have to get you on there on our show to do that. So, dude, if you don't. I'm just not prepared to have a three-hour episode. That's all. <laughs> I I don't get Fair the numbers enough. that Joe Rogan gets to like justify having a three-hour episode. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I think our listenership has gone down because like every episode that we've released for the past couple months has been over two hours. Oh wow! Well. I like, still listen. A, a good. I know. I still listen to, to anyone's who's goes over two yeah. hours. But yeah, like I'll still listen to it <laughs> even after the conversation that yeah, that we have. Yeah, I do the same. I'll end up listening to this next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rose, <laughs> get away! <laughs> oh shit! All right. Uh, if you liked what you hear heard. Uh, be sure to follow us, and scri- follow us and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and much, much more. Um, you can catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Um, and then uh, if you want to follow us on social media, DM us with episode ideas like Vic did for this certain episode. Um, answer our question of the week or if you would just like to join us uh, just that is the best way to message us is either on social media 
or uh, on email as well, um, and we'll be glad to have anyone. And so our social media, if my computer wants to work, uh, is Facebook, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash the Albros, Twitter and Instagram at the Albros, and then our email is the Albros channel at gmail.com. Um, if you want to check out our website, it's tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. Um, we're still working on it. We will get it up and running. Well, it is up and running. It just needs a couple tweaks. Just needs a couple changes. But we'll just some updates. Those. Yeah, just just some updates. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 get that taken care of sooner or later. <laughs> um, and then uh, last but not least, if you guys would like to check out our merch store and buy some of the cool shit that Caleb makes for these amazing episode arts that he does. Amazing what he's able to do. Uh, you can find our store at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the all bros channel. Like I said, awesome shit over there. Basically, I want to say all of our uh, episode arts are there except for ones that have been deleted thanks to freaking studios being assholes. Yeah, freaking <laughs> horse shit, man. Screw you, Disney. Screw you, Warner uh, Brothers. Yep, and screw you, so not Sony. I'm sorry, Paramount, uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog, or Sega. No, not <laughs> Paramount. Sega. Yeah, I was gonna say that was Sega. Dude, like, um, I st- we still haven't freaking heard from uh, from Sega. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Those bastards. Yeah, they freaking took down one of the the Sonic artworks that I did. That was completely done from by hand. And I was just like, did you guys, at, like, we freaking emailed them and, like, tweeted at them. We, like, we went all out and we're just like, did you guys at least like it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Those bastards. You got ghosted. <clears throat> yeah. Freaking assholes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so anyway, if you would, uh, you'd like to message us with episode ideas, uh, answer our question of the week, or just say a... How diddly ho, neighborino. We would love to hear from you guys. <laughs> Good hell. Um, anyway, uh, next week on the podcast, hopefully, mm. I'm not going to say that we are actually like fully 100% doing this because it might <laughs> Because at this point, who knows? Yeah, exactly. So we might do the forever purge next week. We might not. You know what? Your guess is just as good as ours. Um, so... Yeah. This is going to be a running gag for the rest of our the time that we do the podcast. We're just like, all right, next yeah, week just, we'll be talking about never, Forever Purge. <laughs> yeah, just never do that that movie. Just every week, just keep saying that that's the movie you're going to be doing, and throw a different one at us every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, but anyway, uh, until next week, this has been the All Pros Podcast with special guest special guest. Vic from Crash and Taz's Movie Cellar. So long. God, that was bad. See you guys. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> the hell was that? Peace. Farewell. I know you. Well, I was going to. I don't know. I was going to say farewell after you because you said so long. Fa- well, you know. You know the song. <laughs> yeah. Alvita saying goodbye. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Vic. I wouldn't have caught that, though. Jesus Christ.